comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey, joined as usual by... Star-Lord! Who's also known as Pierce. Yes. But uh, you, you got a new nickname, kind of, recently. Kind of. Uh, so yeah. you want to explain that before we get to our main topic of discussion? Yeah. Uh, so basically, I have, I have a group of friends. Um, I have many groups of friends. I'm kind of a big deal. No. There's a, a group I started hanging out with, and there's it's actually a... They call themselves kind of a network. There's like 50 of them, of group of friends that meet a couple times a week and hang out. Well, the guy who kind of heads it up and whose house we meet at is a huge Marvel nerd. And so when the core group started hanging out, they picked Avengers names. And as kind of people have come in and been a part of the group, they've added new names. And so pretty much almost any hero you can think of has been a character. And so I am recent to this group of friends. And just last week, actually, they gave me my uh, Marvel character. And it's Star-Lord. So who I pointed out right before we started recording is real name is Peter Quill. Quill Pierce. It works. Yeah, yeah, and actually Pierce means Peter in Gaelic. So you know it, it actually I works. Did not actually know that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it actually works out pretty well. You know, I knew that they were doing this. I knew when they they were doing their Illuminati Council meeting thing to try to pick a name for me. And the whole are time, the characters on their Illuminati Council the characters from the Illuminati for Marvel Comics? Um, not quite. A couple of them are. So Black Bolt is on it. That's um, cool. Yeah. Does the guy actually not talk very much? No, he actually talks a lot. Okay, so it's an ironic nickname. Eh, not so much. But um, he, yeah, so he's he's Black Bolt, and actually, I was like, you need to read the new series because it's the new uh, Infinity thing because it's like it involves you quite a bit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, also that's actually a side conversation you and I want to have about. I'm really confused how Guardians is supposed to tie into Infinity, if at all. Okay, we'll but get, we can we'll, we'll, we'll get talk that. about it later. But the point being, I was really holding out actually for either Red Hulk or Venom. Because Venom's technically an Avenger these days. Well, not currently, but he has been one. The, I thought he was. He the still Thompson was one. The Flash Thompson. Yeah, version. Flash. I thought he still was. I mean, the Secret Avengers don't exist in the same form anymore. So he's been in Philly doing his own thing. Which can I just say I love that he's a Philly superhero. Yeah, like, oh, that's cool. But anyway, and then they were like Star Star Lord. I'm like, all right, that's not what I was thinking, but I'm very happy with that. I've always loved Peter Quill, although there's a slight problem of they dress up for the movies. And so last year for Avengers, they got like 36 of them together, all in costume and went. Cool. All right. So my favorite Star-Lord costume is a military jacket and a gas mask. I don't think that's going to go over too well if I walk it's, into a movie theater It's not like totally a gas mask. Actually, in have you read Guardians 6 yet? No, I haven't. You see a slightly redesigned version of that costume that might work better for you. And okay. it wouldn't be the new costume that is kind of dumb. Well, the new one, actually, in researching more about Star-Lord, it's... His it's, original. It's the original. Yeah, I get that. But, but plus I Mass Effect. Like so, yeah, if Mass Effect and the original had a baby, it'd be... Remember, did you read 5? Yes. Five? You know how Tony's armor's been destroyed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the Star-Lord costume in this issue, in 6. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay, he's wearing the, the, the one I like more, the military-ish one. Yeah, exactly. That's the one I prefer too, but you know you can't really wear that into a. Uh, but I'm saying theater. his version, you could probably could. It's a little bit you could less do it gas masking. Okay, all right. Unlike the movie one, which is it, it, it looks like a the, straight up gas mask. Um, no, I think it looks almost exactly like the movie one. The movie one doesn't. It's got the mask, but it doesn't have like the gas portions. It has think. the nozzle portion. Does it? Yeah. Okay, I will have to look at that again. But anyway, anyway, so moving on to our real true topic of the whole thing. 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, Steam, which mm-hmm. for anybody who doesn't know Steam, um, if you if you play video games, for whoever doesn't know Steam, lots of people are not going to know what Steam is. I okay. Okay. Not everyone's a PC gamer, Pierce. But of the people that would listen to this podcast, who knows? Okay. So ten years ago, if you wanted a PC game. You'd go to Walmart or Target or Best Buy or Circuit City or a number of other places that don't exist anymore. Or illegally download it. Or even GameStop. You could even yeah, go well, to buy true. PC games at GameStop. That used to be a thing. Yeah, I, I think you about still that. can, but no used ones. Yeah, exactly. They do have a little rack. It mostly just holds Blizzard games, but yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. So you would go, just like any other game, you'd go to the store, you'd buy the game. Yeah. Seven years ago now? Was that what Steam launched? I'm trying to remember because I remember... Five to seven years ago. It was with the orange box, pretty much. That was 2005, so actually maybe eight years. Yeah, because I was, was a freshman I was a freshman in college. Okay. And I remember, yeah, about Christmas time, my friends were talking about the orange box. I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and then I you got it for Christmas, and I put it in, and I'm like, what is this thing that I have to download that's going to regulate my games? I hate this. Basically, Valve, the company that makes the Left 4 Dead series, yeah. the Half-Life series, the Portal series, the Team Fortress series, and the Counter-Strike mm-hmm. series, as well as a couple others... They're Those more, are their main Yeah, they're, they're the main things, yeah. They decided we're going to, because the internet infrastructure's finally getting to a point where it's viable in most of the country, we're going to start a service where you buy digital PC games, computer games, yeah. download them to your computer, you can delete them whenever you want, and then re-download them. They're bound to a, basically a username, and so you can buy these games without ever having to go to the store, which, you know, now, very common, but yeah. back then it was kind of a big deal. And the company's called Valve. Their video game engine is called Source. And their like distribution nodules on is back called of black guy's head. Steam. Yeah. So Steam is now the service where you can buy tons of games, not just theirs, pretty much any PC game, just about, and a lot of Mac games, pretty much any Mac <laughs> game for out EA, there. Yeah. Um, well, EA is even starting to come around a little bit. Um, you sometimes have to log in with both, but yeah. now everything, pretty much PC wise, is on Steam. Well, Valve last week. Yes. As we record this, said, hey, we're going to next week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, have three announcements. They had little teasers, but basically... Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a circle and then a circle and a something else. And then it was a, a circle, it was a, a circle and plus, a square. and then... Yeah, a circle in, in two brackets, and then a yeah. circle, a plus, and a circle. Yeah. In kind of bigger circles that look like planets. So basically, yeah, exactly. these are our teasers. Yeah. So everybody immediately goes, well, at least one of these things is going to be Half-Life 3. <laughs> because we've been waiting forever for <laughs> Okay, Half-Life yeah. 3. Everyone everyone always assumes it was but something But also, that... the other big one people assumed was the Steam Box. Something that's been rumored for a while, which is basically yeah. a console-equivalent PC that you would attach to your television and play games on the big screen. Which, and, and can I say that the internet has been mostly resistant to the idea uh, for a while. In the past, yeah. In the past. It's been very much like, why would I do that? I have a PC. Well, but about six months ago then, Steam went, they introduced big picture mode. Was that six months? I feel like that was a lot longer. Maybe six months, maybe a year. It might have gone out of beta six months I, ago. I was, but I was actually going to bring but that up But they started a thing yeah. where you could plug your computer into your television through HDMI, I assume. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's exactly what I do. It's, it's, what it's the setup I, we're looking at right now. And yeah. it was basically a way you could maximize the screen from the computer to the television. It provided quick ways to type and use a, um, a, a game pad, like a... Yeah. An Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller, basically kind of a, a, a hybrid between PC and console. And it was it was smooth. It wasn't for every game. You know, it was for games that you would use a controller for. So I mean, obviously, if you wanted to load up Civ, you couldn't really do that efficiently. Um, Civ being Sid Meier's Civilization. Yes, any really strategy game you really couldn't do that for. But anything that you know, like I said, involved a controller, would be fine. And that's really when the whole conversation about the Steam Box was really coming because people are like. 
Oh, this is kind of like an OS. Well, they've been talking about Steambox for a while. There was like, documents and rumors, but that was when the conversation started to get to, like, maybe it's not just us thinking about this. Maybe Valve's really going to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steambox being, again, a basically a console, a, a video game console that's a PC that you hook up to your television. Exactly. Um, Constantly. Not like yeah. a, you could plug it in if you want to, but like, this is this where is, it this resides. Is, yeah. it's, and, and I don't know if they went into it, but if it would be a streaming device, because that was a thing for a while. And maybe we could open up the conversation to this as well as, as kind of like the third party thing. Where, you know, it's not a console, it's not a PC, it's this kind of third device that you have that you could play games on. Because that's... An Ouya. Yeah, uh, an Ouya. Like Wait, that. isn't the Ouya just the, um, the headset thing? Or is it... Okay, because you're, you're not thinking of the Ouya, you are thinking of the Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift. Okay, yes. Alright, I couldn't remember the other name. Yeah, the Ouya is the Android-based one. Ouya is an Android-based console that pretty much flopped right out of the gate. The Oculus oh, Rift is, really is a... Um, it is a headset you put on that gives you two different images, one to each eye, so you essentially have home-based video game 3D. Yeah, VR. VR. Virtual reality. Yes. It's very reminiscent of previous Virtual Boy type yeah. things from the early 90s. It actually but was a lot more popular than the Virtual Boy ever could have been. Well, it has the internet now for it to <laughs> seem popular. We'll see if it actually works once it hits full steam ahead. Steam, full not, steam you, not being nah. used as a pun, but once it actually lands and launches for real, we'll see how well it works. But it looks pretty interesting. It wouldn't yeah, be something yeah. I would be interested in personally, but it looks cool. Yeah, exactly. I, I would definitely try it. It would probably be very expensive, but I would, I would, you know, try. But that. so different third party. Yeah. Things. So yeah, and I think they have always, and we mentioned the Ouya, flopped. I mean, you look at, I mean, the early days when people always were trying to get into the handheld gaming uh, world, where you know the Engage, how quickly did that flop? You know, the Engage, the Sony Xperia Play. Yeah. Um, Sony Sony took a while before they were able to finally break in with I mean first with the the PSP but now really the the Vita I think It looks is, like the Vita is starting to get kind of a handhold and yeah. and, to be, and to be clear massive success in Japan. Oh, absolutely. Huge yeah. in Japan and probably South Korea as well, and, I don't know. And and even and not Country, as much, but same with the 3DS. But that's the you know the word countries we're, yeah. that use and this is true actually. Yeah. Countries that use public transportation are good, as yeah. the rule, kind of. Not not as, like, you have to use it, but as it's just much more common. Yeah. Handheld held systems are way more common and popular exactly. among adults there because you have a time and a place to use them. In the U.S., where outside of a few cities, there are no viable public where transportation systems. Where we have systems, to drive everywhere. Doesn't happen. And that is and the I, and I major wonder, separating factor. And I wonder, podcasts, and this is a completely different conversation, but podcasts, I wonder if they are a more American invention and if they're more of American popularity, because we don't, we can't do that virtual interaction. But we can listen while we drive. But we can car. listen while we drive. It's a fascinating question. I don't know the answer to it, but I, yeah. I am fascinated by that. Yeah, actually. that would actually be really interesting. It's, it's interesting. You know, you'll, you'll look at subtitled movies, sub, you know, television shows from other countries. I don't know that I really see podcasts. Now, obviously, exactly, for an yeah. audio podcast, you couldn't subtitle it. Exactly. Unless you want to read a transcript, <laughs> which some podcasts have transcripts released yeah, for yeah. the blind and such, um, which is fantastic. But you I mean the deaf. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good point. For the idiots like me... Um, that don't know that, the Yeah, I don't know what, what, what you'd produce it's for me. It's like, I'm like, wait, how would they... Oh, okay, that's what I meant. Yes. They're, well, they're, they're Braille transcripts <laughs> for the blind, as you see. Um... 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Both <laughs> blind and deaf listeners, I'm just apparently a complete moron. Um, <laughs> I, I, there's so many things I want to say on top of that about the deaf listeners. <laughs> Uh, th- the point is, I don't know that I've seen non-English language podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I've heard some from England and such, and other English-speaking yeah, countries, yeah. and I would assume, just based on the fact that everything exists somewhere, kind of the Rule 34 podcast, if you will, <laughs> um, that there have to be Chinese podcasts, oh, yeah, and, Japanese and... Um, any language you can think of, there's probably yeah, yeah. a podcast in it. I just don't come across them, so I've never really thought about it, but it's a yeah. good question. So, anyway, Steam... Steam, yes. Steam. Um, Three announcements, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're recording this at the moment on Saturday. Yes. Um, the, the night that episode 31 will come out. So if you want to... What is episode 31? Uh, that is our kind of rambly episode with Dave where we talk oh, about yeah, yeah, okay. things we haven't gotten around <clears throat> to and what type of video gamer we are. Yeah. Um, so if you want to match up when we recorded this to when it was released, because I don't know when it will be released, uh, that's your fun. I would, ho- fun I, would hope next, I would hope next week just because, you know... The time proximity to it, so... So the three announcements, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Pierce, what was our first announcement on Monday of this past week? Well, they phrased it, the universe is... The Steam universe is expanding, I think, or getting bigger, or however... The balloon is filling with steam? Yes, with steam. (laughs) Um, They really need to fix the valve. It's been years now. But, uh, no, um, is the Steam OS. You know, we kind of talked about big picture. People had been kind of pointing at for a while now, since big picture, like... This is the first step in a full OS. I mean, this is kind OS of... for anyone who doesn't know, meaning operating system. You've got yes. your Windows is your Microsoft operating system, OS X, which is your Mac one. There's a number of Linux ones. I would guess the biggest one's Ubuntu, probably. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's Red Hat. There's you know. All sorts if of you're stuff. using an iPhone, you're using iOS. If you're using um, a Droid, you're using Android, Android. OS. Um, there, there's many different yeah. types of operating systems, but this would be a new one. Exactly for there's, PCs. Well, uh, not new, but. It's kind of yeah. So it's, it's Linux based. based. Yes, it's based on Linux, so but not and totally new. But. It, it, not totally new, but it also would have a more iOS feel. I would say because it's it. I would just from the pictures, it looked like. And I have not looked too much into it. Yeah. So um, I don't know what it looks like. We were we were having a conversation with Chaney, Chaney reference here in our in our group chat about uh, kind of just how it looks, and, and we'll get into the second announcement too. But yeah, it just looks very. It looks like it's supposed to be very smooth. You know, where it's supposed to look like big picture, where it's just, you know, gliding through very easily, pick your game. Streamlined. Yeah, for anyone that's seen the the, uh, PS3 home menu, more like that as opposed to the Xbox menu, which is ads everywhere. Uh, The Xbox One looked pretty streamlined in there. I haven't really. I think it's actually pretty similar to the PS4. Since I've kind of given up on the console wars, I haven't looked into that. Yeah, and the Xbox, the 360 only has like one ad in the entire thing. Really? Page, yeah. Okay. It doesn't even play unless you hover over it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so, so that's a lot. There may have used to be more ads. I don't know. Well, well, the 360 home where you're at right now has yeah. one ad that doesn't play unless you hover over it. Are you connected to live? Yeah. Oh, really? Constantly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm so used to the five ads on every page there. No. But, uh, okay. Fair and enough. then there'll be ads for like this game is 25 percent off now, but in terms yeah. of an actual advertisement for drink Coca-Cola. Yeah. No. All right. Fair, fair enough. So you're happy with the with the expected look of the Steam OS? I, I, I am. Do we know when it's going to be released? I don't think they said anything. Well, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll get kind of into that with the second one because they're, they're setting up a beta for uh, the box, which we'll get into in a minute. But our friend uh, Tony actually kind of, and I had some similar concerns because immediately I was like, I want, I want on my computer. I will partition and I will, I want it. But, you know, Cheney and, and Tony were, were talking and there's some good points about some of the concerns about it. Like, and again, the box, you know, we're going to get into. 
I know, I keep mentioning the box. It would be easier just to get into it. But, like, the validity of an OS like that that's strictly for gaming on a PC itself. Uh, so I'm excited for the way it looks, but how useful is it? Especially because uh, my dad's computer actually runs Linux. and As of, what, a couple months ago now? Uh, yeah, like a month or two. Yeah. Um, and they just got into Breaking Bad, and they, you know, hopped on my Netflix to watch it. But there's a... Netflix problem with Linux. Yes. Um, and so would that problem still be there for Steam OS? And assumingly, you know, some someone as big as Steam would, you know, try to work it through with Netflix to get it to work, but, you know, there are innate issues with a Linux-based OS that, you know, Linux users love to overcome because that's the point of Linux is finding workarounds, finding ways to make this work, but for something that's more strictly for entertainment purposes... How is how are you, much control are you going to be able to have to work around that? You know how well are some of those difficulties going to overcome? So I love the way it looks. I'm excited for it. I'm just kind of cautious about how that would work outside of announcement two, which is the Steam Box, which is a terrible name. Uh-huh. However, it'll they be... could have come up with so many better things. Uh, I like Steam Balloon, quite frankly. Steam Balloon, balloon full of steam. Yeah. You know, o apostrophe steam. You know. That's true. Like it's Irish or something. Or yeah, I like that. Scottish. I don't know. At, at first, I was like, oh, they could call it like the vent. You know, because Valve is Steam, <laughs> but then there's Ventrilo, and that there's that whole Ventrilo. problem. But... Uh, editor's note, it's actually called the Steam Machine, not the Steam Box. I'm not entirely sure it's a good name, but better than Steam Box, I guess. So this will be a actual box, an actual console that you could purchase. It's going to go into beta, and I think, what, they're going to do 300 beta testers or something? That's actually what I'm trying to work for. I'm like, oh, I have, like, all of these qualifications already. Cool, I'm good. So, so they're going to send out 300 boxes to 300 people they choose. And with multiple different boxes, we should say that, too. Yeah, all different specs so they can test what works best. Exactly, yeah. Because the idea with SteamOS is you'll be able to put it on your extant computer, the computer you already have. Yes. Um, but these would be a pre-built system you could buy that's optimized for for, yes. for SteamOS. And so, hey, we've got, let's say, 10 different versions. I don't know if that's true, but let's say 10 or 15 versions we're going to send out to 300 people. Um, each one will get a different version, so you know, 30 people have one version, 60 people have another version, and they can test which one works best, which has the fewest amount of problems, which one do people like the most, etc., which is the one that's most cost-effective. Because maybe there's yeah. one that people like 3% more, but is 20% more expensive. You yeah. know, these are the decisions, as a business, they'll have to make. Yes. Now, my question is how the box is going to work itself. Because Probably electricity. Wow. They're not little I, wizards inside. I don't think it's actually going to be powered by steam. No, no, no. That no, would not. Be, that would get me excited. That, if it was actually a <laughs> steampunk console and they went whole hog with the name no, and everything. Because, <laughs> no, because it would be huge. It would take up an entire room. There'd be cogs everywhere. <laughs> you, you, everything would just be so humid. <laughs> If nerds didn't sweat enough already. But but anyway. So, aside from the fact that there's multiple specs, specifications, that they're going to send it out to 300 beta testers, and it'll uh, theoretically eventually be available in stores, yeah. what else do we know about this? Well, I was, I was, um, that, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of it, and I was going to get into kind of the, the question of how it was going to work, in that, you know, Steam has a wide variety of games. So there's the indie, all the way up to the super high-end games, the AAA indie titles. Indie AAA. Yeah. And the thing is, how how powerful are these boxes going to be? You know, are they going to make the indie box? Are they going to make the 
you know, AAA box for people that just want to play Call of Duty, you know. Because what happens when they put out the Steam box in July of 2014, and in August of 2014, Crisis 4 comes out, exactly. and it won't play. It just simply will not play, even on the lowest settings exactly. on the Steam box. Yeah. Theoretically, I'm just coming up yeah, with an example. Exactly. And quite honestly, even a lower, mid to lower end computer could probably run Crisis on its lower, lowest settings. Well, now, now a mid range computer could run Crisis One. Oh, yeah, Crisis absolutely. One, yes. yes, 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 yes. Oh, I remember when that came out. I had a computer that could run that on full specs, and it was like when I went to buy the game, I was like, uh, people are like, can 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 your computer run this? Can are you capable of running? I'm like, yes, thank you. I know computers. I've built my final PC, the last PC I will hopefully ever use like, a month after it came out, and yeah. it would run it not on top specs, because for top specs you had to have, I guess, Windows Vista, so you could have... Oh, um, true, I guess that would have been Vista, yeah. Because you had to have, you'd have to have Vista for DirectX 10, I think it was, or 9, yeah. whichever one was the most at the time, so I could do everything except that, so I could have the highest on 9, because yeah. it had XP, but other than that, yeah, I would bring people over and be like, let me shoot this guy, I'm going to bring out the sniper rifle, and we're going to walk up to him, and let me look and show you, he has individual eyebrows. Yeah. The hairs are individual on the eyebrows, and it was kind of like, this is insane. It was it was, it was it was well. yeah it wasn't bad. Two was a little bit more rough, but I mean that's I liked story. two as well. I actually found it pretty fun. Two was a little bit more rail shooter, which I don't mind, but it was just a very different right. Yeah, and I haven't played three, although once it gets cheap. Yeah, I was about to say I haven't played because I like the whole Steam, urban so. jungle idea. I, I like that a idea of the too, first yeah. two games exactly. So, uh, but anyway, so going back to the Steam box, yeah, like so Crisis Four doesn't run it, whatever. You can't upgrade it like you can upgrade a PC. Well, I've actually heard you can upgrade it. That okay. it will be fully upgradable because it'll just be a PC that'll be specially branded. So you want to put in a new video card, as long you as can. it fits in the space. We don't know how big these things are going to be. As long as it fits inside of it. Now, is it customizable in that, or is it going to be more like a Mac where you have to use a certain type of graphics card? Who know, I mean, it's still a PC. Oh, yeah. Well, you I know, mean, and running Linux, so that's me, there true. should be no problem working around it. That's, that's true. So it might be like a really nice Raspberry Pi that you get. And <laughs> Raspberry then, Pi is a very small Linux-based computer, right? Uh, is it not Linux, technically? I don't is think it, so. I think, you can, I think you can just load whatever you want. It's a very small computer that you oh, can build. Oh, it's Android. And, and, oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Very small Android-powered computer that you can have flip switches for you. I was about to say, and yeah, Cheney was listening to probably that part and really frustrated us. You, you can make it turn on a sequence of LEDs to amuse your friends. One, you, okay, you can do yeah, other yeah, things. I was about to but say, the majority like, of things I see are... That's the first thing people do. Yeah. It's like, I made things light up. No, actually, the coolest thing I saw was someone made their own, not Google Glass, but, you know, glasses using a Raspberry Pi. And it looked, you know, a little cyberpunky in its kind of tech look. It wasn't smooth, but it was still, it functioned. And I was like, that's impressive, and not $1,500. But that's a conversation we did. So, yeah, it would probably be like a Raspberry Pi. My other thought, and this was, again, going back to what people have been rumoring about for a long time, is, all right, so there's, all this is Linux-based. Not too long ago, Steam was like, oh, yeah, we do Linux games now. There's four of them. Oh, yes, there, there's probably four. Uh, no exaggeration, but Tetris, <laughs> Pac-Man, and if you're feeling adventurous, Asteroids. <laughs> Whoa, man, moving in so many directions. But anyway, my point with that being, you know, are all the games going to have to switch to a Linux base now, or will it be using some type of emulation, like Windows emulation? That, that would, I would, my brain would hurt. My brain would, it would hurt be so expensive. Much. It would be. Can you very, imagine having to buy all those licenses from Windows? Not to mention the. Well, I mean, there's workarounds. There's always workarounds. But I mean, yeah, but this is a legitimate company doing <laughs> things legally. Uh, legal is a funny word, but anyway, no. Um, y- you're right. Not to mention, I my first thought was the unnecessary amount of power, not power, but um, capabilities. 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Computer power, computer ability. I know no one can hear this, but my eyes are just bugging up here because I have no idea what he's looking But just, like, how much, like... Juice? Not juice, but just, like... Steamboat's got juice. <laughs> They've got the juice. <laughs> We're not going back to that. Never again. Um, but anyway, uh, just the you, CPU usage. I think that's a fair way of saying that. Power consumption? Just... No, no, not even power. Not, like, just processing power. speed. Processing, yeah, capabilities. Okay. To... Have a OS running a emulation of another OS running a triple If that's title. what they were doing, exactly. Yes, yeah. that would so take that's a why, lot of power. But yeah. also, how willing are some developers to jump? I don't want to say jump ship from Windows, but make sure that there is a Steam OS Linux option there. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we talked about the Ouya in previous episodes and in this episode as well. Yeah. And, and we talked about the reasons why that flopped and how any economist who knew new technology could look at that and go, yeah, this is not going to fly. There's yeah. a huge problem here. And I money. see... Money is well, the problem. Yes, and the fact that people, certain people aren't willing to spend that money, and these are the people who'd be buying the system, who would not be buying games, etc. Yeah. And, and other problems as well. That said, looking at the Steam box, and in the, granted, you looked at this more than I have. Um, Which is not much, but yes. And I've only looked at some, but even me looking in from the outside, I go, okay, a portion of those problems still exist. However, I think this could fly because you don't have pre-existing Android audience who is the one being called for this new pro- uh, this new product. Yeah, you have a pre-existing audience that plays games on PC, on Linux, on Mac, and you have a company that, unlike Android, Android does not have the um, they don't hold the market for for mobile games, right? You've no. got iOS, you've got Nintendo, you've which got is, Sony. Which yeah. You've got sad. you've got a you know, a wide oh, yeah. wide market with a lot of players. Yeah. And so for one of those players to go, this is what we're doing, okay, fine, it's not yeah. gonna work, but have fun. But also try to break into a different market because the Ouya was to trying to take what was mobile and true, true, true. Yeah. But with Steam you know, we talked about at the beginning of this episode, or close to the beginning, it used to be you go to a store and buy a PC game. Now, yeah. you'd be hard-pressed to find a PC game in stores. Yes, Walmart and Blizzard. Target have yeah. a couple games there. They have their seven expansions. They have, Sims they have the stuff. $10 bejeweled rip-offs. But it's like yeah. one section of an aisle. Exactly. Steam has the market on PC oh, games. Absolutely. If you play PC games... Other than on Facebook or like the the Sims or something. Other than, yeah, other than Sims and social games. Other than just a few pieces, if you play PC games, you have Steam or EA. Yes, or yeah, or, or EA's Origin, which is a similar product. Uh, <laughs> but because they have that that corner of the market, and when I say corner, they have the, pretty much the entire market. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can make this work, and because it's not Android saying, "Hey, game makers, you make games for a bunch of people." Yeah. And one of them is Android. We want you to make something for a second Android now. Yeah. This is Steam going, hey, if you make PC games, you make PC games for us. Well, Therefore, make it for a second thing. You're just going to have a bigger market. But it's it's the one place you already make it for. Yeah, and see, what behind all that, I see the one word that is driving this whole thing. And platypus. <laughs> close. Very close. Money. Not platypus. I was going to guess polyandry next, because that's a similar word, but very different. Yeah, very... No, not quite. Not quite <laughs> similar length in the same first letter. <laughs> okay, but anyway, point being... Polyamorous platypi are a problem in uh, Down Under, just saying. I, yes, I bet. That Actually, is... it probably wouldn't be a problem because they're endangered, so that would be a are very good really? thing. I think so. Why are we not more concerned about... Who there cares are... about condors? Condors are ugly. Like, platypi okay, lay saying, eggs. Yeah, they're one of the few monotremes left on the planet, and I'm pretty yes. sure they're almost extinct, unfortunately. Why are we not taking care of this? Forget the whales, they're just fat. 
Well, maybe Steam can fix this. So let's Steam, get back to oh, Steam, Steam and maybe Steam. we'll find okay, it. Okay, yes. This is probably our most, like, rabbit trail episode. No, um, it's not. Oh, well, I mean, yes. We've had free stream of consciousness. But anyway. So um, would you say this episode is Steam, Steam of consciousness? consciousness. Oh. But anyway. Oh, we already we kind of planned that ahead of time, listeners. But anyway. A little bit. A little bit. But anyway, point being, money being the operative word here, like, if you throw enough money at something, you can make it work. And that's kind of like... Sometimes. And and I don't mean to throw Origin against the wall, but here... But Origin, again, of, being EA's, EA's similar product. Exactly. When, I, when, I, when he says similar product, you know, it's kind of it like... It does a similar thing. It, it does is a, a similar thing. It is a launch station for games. But it is, but everyone's all... I, I've never heard anyone being like, yeah, Origin. Like, Login problems and just various problems. It doesn't yes. want to work with the computer, etc. Uh, it's essentially Steam when it launched. Because Steam at the beginning was terrible. It was terrible. And it took yeah. a while to get to the point where people were like, it's the best. Which yeah. is now how people are. And, and my, my point is that Origin didn't fail and shut down because it was by EA. Because they had the money to throw at it until it would work. And that's how I kind of view what's going to happen in the difference between the Ouya and the Steam Box, where the Ouya is nobody, taking what is mobile, breaking into a home market. The Steam Box is Steam with millions of dollars. Yeah, they're, they're not a public company, so we don't know what kind of money they're dealing with. But Suffice to say, it's a lot. It's, it's one of those things where if Coke wasn't a publicly traded company, you'd still go, yeah, Coke is you know, rolling in money. Exactly. And so it's one of those things where they can throw money in advertising, they can throw money in, you know, anything they want until it works. Now, that being said, I trust Steam, like, I trust a lot of their decisions, but this is one of those things where they're going to make it work. I don't want to say they're going to force the puzzle piece into the wrong spot, but how valid is this market? Um, and, and it's hard to say. I mean, if they can get it cheaper than the Xbox One, and that's the PS4, that's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, I think I think what really this market is really going to come down to is college students, because I think one of the biggest buyers of the Xbox 360, I think what really won the 360 in this generation, was the college students. Like probably in a large part, sure. Yeah, where you know every dorm they, they room have is going their laptop have... or their small PC, but if they want to play games, they buy a console. Exactly. What if you could merge them into one thing? Exactly. Uh, you know, everyone has a MacBook, but then they have a 360, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing where... That's literally my, the case for me. Exactly. I have a 360 <laughs> you know, yeah. and I have my, my MacBook Pro. You know, yeah. uh, so I, and that's true of a lot of colleges. You know, when I go and visit my friends, you know, I walk down the hall in the dorms and it's MacBook, Xbox, MacBook, Xbox. You know, and my point being, like, I think it would be a good competition if they can, Steam can bring this to the table and say, look, we can still do everything the Xbox does, Xbox does and more, and offer you better deals and more games. Uh, just because there's so much better indie support, the question is, are they only going to offer big-picture, controller-oriented games? Because if... Well, we, should we jump then into the third announcement? Well, I mean, also, let me just finish that by okay. saying, like, so will it be only, you know, games that let you play with a controller, or again, going back to Civ and stuff like that, are you going to be able to do that? So, let's get to the third so one. on Friday, before you jump in with what it was... There were guesses all over the place. Like, like I already mentioned, people assume Half-Life 3, Half-Life 3, Half-Life 3, possibly, or if it's not that, Half-Life 3, um, because yes. people have been waiting for Half-Life 3. Everyone, for everyone's been wanting, but in the back of everyone's mind, and was all like, because this was, this was the official Steam thread. We're like, all right, they're about to announce it. I really hope it's not the controller. And it's the controller. Well, 
Rooster Teeth. You're familiar with Rooster Teeth. They make yeah. Red versus Blue and Ruby Achievement Hunter. Big, big online presence. Bernie Burns, or Michael Burns, but he goes by Bernie Burns. He's not the CEO of the company. He's one of the figureheads of the company, one of the guys who's behind it and created it. Still there. Yeah. A couple of times on their podcast, um, they, they talked about his prediction for what it was going to be. And it was, you know, the three days, three announcements. They did that on purpose. They did that to toy with our souls. His guess was, though, okay, so the first day you announced the OS, the second day you announced the console, the third day you announced that it will come pre-bundled with... Half-Life 3, Portal 3, Left 4 Dead 3, and Team Fortress 3, instant success. They, can you imagine? That was his, his guess, and I was like, never going to happen, would no. be amazing. And nerds would die. There would be so many heart <laughs> attacks. Cardiac arrests. <laughs> all across the world. Um, so that's not what it was. Instead, they announced, and it's going to have a controller! <laughs> yeah, that's Which, what, to me, I went, well, I assumed so. Yeah, like, that was at the back of everyone's mind. Everyone... I had talked to was like, I hope it's not the controller. I really hope it's not the controller. It's probably the, yeah, it's the controller. It was the controller. It's an <clears throat> interesting looking controller. It's kind of Xbox One E, but with touch pads instead of analog sticks or D-pads. And it it's looks so like weird. the type of thing that if Sony or Microsoft put it out, everyone would go, this is the worst idea ever. But because Steam's putting it out, they're going... I'll give it a shot. And I'm well, not saying, the, I'm not saying I think it's terrible. I'm just saying this is the type of thing that people look at and go, we're only invested in this because of who's saying we should be invested and, in this. And yeah, that's the thing. Where there's still a lot of hate for it. There's a lot of hate for it. Because it's got, instead of two analog sticks, it's got two touchpads that approximate a mouse in theory, but are also buttons, like a, like a MacBook yeah. trackpad. Which and if it's, it's indented, that, too, so it's not like indented. a normal... It's a strange shape. Yeah, where you're kind of like, as the Xbox controller kind of rounds out, or what is that, conclave, and this is... Basically, gone. it looks kind of like the if you one? took two Xbox 360 controllers, chopped off the top halves, and took yeah. the bottom halves, and glued them together back-to-back. Yeah. So that the, the points were sticking out in... Or taking a remote control, turning it sideways, and add adding two little nubs pointing out towards you. Yeah, it's a little strange looking. It does yeah. have some actual buttons. It also has a touch screen in the middle where you can put, like, hotkeys. And from what they've been saying, the idea is this will approximate a mouse and keyboard. It'll have all your mouse buttons. It'll have all your keyboard buttons. The few that are in every game will be mapped to specific buttons. Yeah. The ones that are specific to only a few games will go on the touch screen. Any game that you can use this for, you can also use a uh, mouse and keyboard for. But other than that, we don't know a lot about this thing, aside from the fact that it's strange-looking and could work. I, and it, it's interesting, and have you used Big Picture? No. Okay. So, um... I have seen the way that you can type using it, and it looked fascinating. Yeah. The type of thing you'd have to spend a couple hours getting used to, but once you did, you could probably type super fast. Very intuitive in, in that. And certainly um, better than the way Xbox does it, because that is really annoying. I hate it. They're like, yeah, just use QWERTY. Okay, but anyway. Point being, uh, it wasn't going down that route as much as... So basically what developers often do is they just port an Xbox game to the PC. They'll um, hire another studio or a smaller team to basically... All their job is to do is to make the Xbox version work on a PC. Exactly. Or the PS3 version. Exactly. And so I'll use Devil May Cry, for example. A series I'm very fond of. They expect you to play it with a controller. Because you can't play it with a keyboard. That's completely unreasonable to with the style of gameplay and the controls. So they give you the Xbox controller controls because the majority like on the screen it'll on say the screen. hit the green A button to yeah, jump exactly or whatever. you know so it won't even be like 
press the button that you've coordinated. It's press the X button. It's press, press the green A button. You know, it's mapped for the 360 because they assume you're using a 360 controller. Because everyone that I know doesn't buy a special PC controller. They just buy a wired Xbox controller. Both Xbox and PS3 run off of USB. So is, it, is PS3 USB? I believe so. I thought they were their own special hookup. I know at least the 2 was. I don't know about the 3. The thing is, though, the PS2 had its own special hookup, but that was also, at the same time, keyboards use that same plug. So you could plug at one in or have a splitter that. or something, theoretically. I don't know if I ever saw one of those, but it know. would make sense. So it was already a plug that was on your computer. And for that generation, that worked. But yeah, now everything being USB. Like, I don't even think computers... USP. USP, yes. USP 3 now. Um, yeah. And, and um, Lightning, which... Still mostly a Mac thing. Don't you mean Thunderbolt? Is it Thunderbolt? I think it's Thunderbolt. I thought. Oh, that's right. Lightning is what's Chani, on. Chani, Tony, no, no, don't no, no, get hold mad on, at hold us. on, hold on. The plug that's on my iPhone is either Thunderbolt or Lightning. The other one is the one that's the USB th- three competitor. Okay. I forget which one's which. Quite yeah. honestly. But. So listeners, let us know, or Chani just yell at us because we're being stupid. <laughs> or I could just Google it. Yeah, we could do that too, but that's lazy. Well, so my point being, like, they pretty much expect you to use a three sixty controller, and that's how they even map it. And granted, that might just be laziness from porting. Uh, I said that. But, but, I but that weird, but... Porting, but, but, I mean, you also said, you even made the point, you're a big fan of Devil May Cry-style games, yeah. and it would be nigh impossible to play with a keyboard. Exactly. I'm sure there's somebody out there going, I can do it, but yeah. for the majority of people, it would be very difficult and annoying and un- needlessly cumbersome. It'd be exactly. like playing Resident Evil, where, where it'd be like playing Dead Space, where your character has scoliosis and can't walk correctly, simply asteroids. because... Asteroids, there's friggin' asteroids! Simply because it makes it difficult for you to walk and makes it scarier. Yeah. This is like saying, we're gonna hobble you by making you use a keyboard, so it'll be even more hardcore. Yeah. But they're, they're not doing that. Yeah, but my point with the, with the controller is... Well, how, what are they going to do now when this is the controller? You know, so they have to designate it for this when the Xbox and the PS3, 4 now, I guess 4, the PS4 and the Xbox One are going to have very traditional controllers. The four-button layout. Well, this know, still has an X, Y, A, and B button. Does it, it still has okay. triggers. still has bumper buttons. I think there's actually one button that depends on which way you move it, which is kind of cool. Okay. It's basically like a toggle. Not like a toggle, but like a spring-loaded toggle. Yeah. So you can push it in either direction, and it will return to center. Um, and it, from what they're saying, and granted, I've only read a couple Reddit threads about this in the official announcement page or whatever, all the buttons that are on there are equal to the keyboard-slash-mouse equivalent. Okay. So all the buttons, by default, are mapped to a specific key on the keyboard or the mouse. Okay. You can change them. But it won't be like, okay, so now I've got to set up the X button. No, the X button is already whatever it was on your on your keyboard. Yeah. Be that control or the actual X key or whatever. It's going to be that automatically, unless okay. you change it. All right, that makes sense. That, that works for you as an idea? I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I want to see it played out. I want to see how it works. And, you know, I'm not going to say either way yet. I'm probably not, unless I get into the beta test and they give me a box for free, I'm probably not going to get a box. I mean, I have... My tower sitting right there. I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. But, and you've got a nice PC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's not something that's for me, but... Would you install the OS, or maybe on a partition, but still install the OS, yeah. and buy a controller? If, if you had heard good things about the controller. I, I think I will definitely pick up the controller regardless. Because I think it'll, they're still going to keep big picture around, and I think that's definitely going to be big picture viable. So I would definitely pick up a controller just to see how you know comfortable it is and whatnot. As far as the partition, I'll see how it goes. Um, you know, would it is it really going to be worth it to 
boot up, uh, you know, into SteamOS just to play a game. You know, just for the two hours it plays a game, when I can just double-click on it now, what's the big difference that's going to make? You know, so if it offers a, if it offers a full OS experience, because I don't do a lot of, like, typing on there, you know, so if they... You don't play the Mavis Beacon games? Oh, no. We used no. to have one of those. Really? It was, I was very young, but yeah, my mom was like, we're going to teach you to type. <laughs> like, I have the internet, well, I, I will, mom, I in a few years internet. I'll have the internet, so... In a few <laughs> years I'll have the internet. <laughs> I've seen the future, and the future is, is bits and bytes. It is bits and bytes. Bleeps but, and bleeps. Um, <laughs> okay, but anyway, you know, if they offer a full experience where you know I can use Netflix, I, it has a. I'm sure it'll have a browser. Um, oh yeah, I mean, well, Steam already has a browser, browser built in. Yeah, I but, never use it, but I know it. Has. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I use it in the middle of a game where I'm like, "Crap, what do I do right now?" But like, you know, so I think that's what most people use it for. But point being, like, if I can access like my video files, you know, my picture files, if I can load those up too. Then yeah, I'll load it up, and I might even replace Windows with it. But if it's solely a game thing, game thing, it's not going to really be worth it when I could just double click a button and then play that game, as opposed to turning it off on and then booting that whole. No, thing. I get so, what you're saying. Yeah. So in general, though, net positive we think as an announcement, and exciting. At yeah, least. it's very intriguing. I think would be intriguing the word. is a good word. Um, sure. You know, and I don't want to see Steam ever fail, but you know, this is something they're either going to have to throw a lot of money at or just find that exact right target audience and just they'll hit it off like they've done with everything else. So We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, this has been Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Star-Lord from Jersey. <laughs> have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at Jordan at LegionOfDudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at LegionOfDudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan F-R-M Jersey. Mm-hmm.